Lovers know well The angels ate cake A silver box came and Put her lights out Now Now. (laughs) Bake 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 Blake Just stop Welcome to Audio Shelf, a place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. It's Christmas time. (laughs) We're going to start every episode with it's Christmas time. So do not tune your radios to another station. (laughs) This is not Dirty Thursday. Yes, it is not Dirty Thursday, I repeat. It is not, but we are doing a more sensual episode. This is a sexy as a mother Christmas trucking, loving McLovin. Yes, it is. And it is not for children. Not so for children. This ain't no baby book. Mm-mm. All right. Well, I am going to start with our title, which is Unwrapping Noel by Jennifer Thoreau. Narrator is Sarah Gordon. And the publisher is Jennifer Thoreau, which, way to go, girl. Yeah, girl. It's self-published. The hustle is real. The hustle is real. The audiobook release date was March 10th, 2016, and the duration is three hours and five minutes. So mm. a short, hot, sticky, sweet yeah. kind of story. Yes. We've talked a lot about this book. Can you tell us the genre? I can. Well, um, tell us a little bit more. There are a many short stories, contemporary women, fiction and literature. Sex with a Silver Fox, semi-erotic, although not really because this girl is just horny AF. Yes. Yeah, she's a big girl. Horny AF. She has needs. She has needs. She's a whole lot of woman, Kelly Clarkson. Woo! (laughs) Is that a new song? Yes. I'm a whole lot of woman. (laughs) Okay. I'll wait for the next one. Uh. (laughs) All right. So can I read the summary? Yes, please. It is taken by Amazon. <laughs> that is the French version of Amazon. <laughs> Noel Calabrese. I can't even say that last name. Just say Noel. Noel hates the holidays as much as she hates her life. Overweight, insecure, and heartbroken. She retreats, emphasis on treat, into her world of misery. While in the Silicon Valley... On a business trip, she meets Leon Hallis. <laughs> Could he be her ticket to happiness? Can she learn to trust men again? Are second chances at happiness even remotely possible? I don't know. Will there be another rhetorical question after this question? Probably. Unwrap this steamy little contemporary romance, complete with a palindrome. There you go. About second chances. Hell yeah, you got this. <laughs> Discovering self-worth. I just said worth. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, you don't got this. <laughs> Discovering self-worth and watch as the sexy silver fox falls for the full-figured beauty just in time for the holidays. Is Leon Mr. Right? And will he and Noel find their happy ever after? H-E-A. This short 
story contains adult language and situations and is intended for readers over 18. Like we said, no baby books. <laughs> Let's talk about Sarah Gordon's performance. Ooh, I loved her. I really, really enjoyed her. She was a plus narrator. An A-plus narrator for a plus-size girl. Yes. It was phenomenal. She did the male voices. She made male voices who were douchebags sound like douchebags. Yes. And her narration for Noelle was really, really great. Mm -hmm. She really embodied all that Noelle had with sass and these insecurities and her sarcasm. I mean, ugh. Sarah Gordon's narration of Noelle reminded me of Sarah Rue. Heavy size Sarah Rue, though. Sarah Rue lost a lot of weight. Yeah. But when she was heavy, or when the show Less Than Perfect, which I loved, that's who Sarah reminded me of when she was narrating Noelle's voice. And it's interesting that both her names are Sarah. Spelled with S-A-R-A. Yeah. So cool. It's fate. Fate. Spelled backwards, their name is Aras. Aras. (laughs) (laughs) But when she did Leon's voice... I was slightly aroused. Oh, yes. Leon can get it this Christmas. Yeah, I will always remember the first time Leon came into the story Mm -hmm. because Noelle was kind of getting down on herself and she was just people watching. Mm -hmm. And there was a very uncomfortable moment where she was assuming that the bartender and Leon were together. Oh, yes. And so then when she finally met Leon, Leon's voice was kind of like gruff and also funny because he was like, that's my niece. That's my niece. That's gross. And then then even the niece was like, oh, my God, that's my uncle. That's my uncle and he's old. And he's old. Uh, Well, first of all, I caught this when the niece, the bartender is the niece. She said, oh, my God, he's old and my uncle. Yep. Why would an uncle be put, put first, thank girlfriend? You. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. That is what I, I said out loud. I was like, why are they leading with, with gr- like, he's old. gross and old? She didn't she didn't say Leon was gross. She just said he was old. Oh, dot, and my dot, uncle. Dot, <laughs> and uncle. I was like, why did you lead with that? Yeah, you go with that first. Mm. But whatever, she's young, she's dumb, and she's just stupid. Oh, I thought you were going to say the other one. I know, okay, but right. we're, this is, this is this Monday. This is Monday. Keep we forgetting. Keep remembering because we had some Thursday yes. action. There was a lot book. of Thursday action, especially when Sarah Gordon was talking about when Noelle was blowing. She was what? She blowing. Blow, blowing a blow pop? No, 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 no. Not blowing leaves either. She was blowing some dick. Oh. And... Sarah Gordon was all in it. She was like, I imagined the penis. I saw the penis. You were the penis. I wish I was. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Sarah gave this book her all. She did. She was like. it showed. Because there was moments where the character was described as giggling. Yes. And she would giggle. And then. Oh, yes. Oh, and the the deep breaths. Yes. She was like. (sighs) <sighs> and I'm like, oh! the second she did that, it was like pretty much in the introductory yes. thing of the book. And I was like, this is the time that narrators usually take to like warm up. They stretch, they get like ready. They're not really doing much into the book yet, but yes. she just was full in it, ready to go. Guns a blazing. I completely agree. Maybe it would be breasts a blazing. 
Breast a blazing. Yeah. Nipples a blazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. You could feel the interest. Yes. From her in the story from the very beginning. It was she was very invested in Noelle's story. And I have to say that Noelle's story started off very crappy. Kind of crappy. I was like, what's going on, Noelle? Yeah. She had a horrible life. Oh like she was God. like, she was with with some man. She wasn't even with him. She wasn't even with him. This man had cancer. It was her ex-husband had cancer. So she felt obligated to stay with him and take care of him. She gave up half her life. Yeah, she even like moved out at one point and was on her own. And then he had this cancer thing and he was like, oh, I need you back. Help me, please. And she felt sorry for him because mm-hmm. she's a good person. Because she cheated. he cheated on oh her. Oh my God, yes. He cheated. That was the other part. He cheated on her. And then he lies later. Mm. Like, and ugh, and we're not man. even given spoilers. No, this, this is, is all in the beginning. All the beginning of the book. I couldn't get past it. Me neither. I said, this mother, go to the wedding by yourself because she got invited to this wedding. He was going to come with her. She had bags packed for him to come with to be her date. And he was like, nah, I got better things to do. Yeah, like my... Like my paralegal. Like my paralegal. That's better things to do. I was no more good. I knew. Okay, first of all, actually, there was a little moment where we were thrown off the trail of what he was doing. Because Dave was a douchebag. Noel walks into his office. He's a lawyer. His assistant is gone. And so she goes through all of these situations that his assistant could be doing. Like, oh, maybe she took an early lunch. Mm -hmm. Maybe she went to the bathroom. Maybe he had her run an errand. Or maybe something else happened. Mm -hmm. And so I was gearing up for, girl, this man is currently with the assistant Mm -hmm. in his office but naked but naked on the desk probably getting whipped with chains and a gag Mm -hmm. i had a whole scenario planned out so let me just tell you something about his douchebaggery okay in the end of the book again this ain't no spoiler because we all know dave is a douchebag we know that from one word first second the whole story is really leon and noel but this is dave being an ass yeah dave tells noel that she needs to take a class on how to give head. What? He told this poor girl, you got to go take a class to give better head. No, no, Ugh. no, 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 no. Dave needs to take a class on how to be a proper lover mm-hmm. in the bed. Because and, I bet Noelle wasn't yes, very happy. No. And it, it also made me feel a little uncomfortable because when Noelle was reminiscing about this, she was giving head. To Leon and Leon was like, Oh, yes, I mean, this is real good. This is the best hit I ever got. This is real good. I'm Batman. The dr- the thoughts you go to. And she's like, Oh, he really enjoying this. I remember that one time my ex told me I had to take a class on this. Like, well, different strokes for different folks, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <sighs> Dave was a douchebag. Yes. He was sleeping with another woman when he was married. And he probably was sleeping with multiple women Multiples. for many years. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't just a, oh, we met, we fell in love type of thing. It was, we had a relationship over two years yes. while I was still married to you. Mm-hmm. Like that is beyond. It's scandalous. It is. He's a scoundrel. He is. He's a scoundrel and he deserves whatever he mm. gets. Mm. So let's talk more about some audiobook. Things that yes. I want to point out. 
So chapter three, at the 13 minute mark, they were doing it. It was when Dave and Noel were in the bar and they kind of, that's when they met. Immediately after that quote, it goes right into another personal thought that Noel has. I think I know what you're talking about. Sometimes he would send me an email with the address of a hotel and simply type, meet me at 7 p.m. in the bar. Room service included. I love his spontaneity. Yeah. I love that. I was thinking the exact same thing. I made a note about the exact yes. same moment. Yes. Should we play it again? So I listened to this on 1.5. Mm-hmm. I have it on 1.5. Even on normal speed, because I took it down to normal speed. Mm-hmm. It still was that weird. Should we do normal yes, speed? let's do normal speed. Let's play it back. Let's speed. play it back. Okay. Again, people, this is a quick transition that could have had a little pause in it. Yeah. Meet four times a day. He used to like to phone sex me, oh. as he called it. Mm. He would call, disguising his voice and acting like a guy I'd met at some random place, like a bar. Hot. I'd play along with him, and we would make plans to meet after work. Sometimes he would send me an email with the address of a hotel. Here it is. And simply type, meet me at 7 p.m. in the bar, room service included. I loved his spontaneity. Whoa! I love that he like that's even normal speed, and the and whatever happened in between that, her speaking that, and after the next sentence, mm-hmm. the production for some reason just took out a space because I do not think that Sarah read it like that because she's great throughout yes, the rest of the book. Exactly, that was the only quick transition in the book that I was like, "Whoa!" kind of threw me off. Yeah, it really threw me off. I had to, I rewound a couple times. Exactly. There was another part of the book, and I want this is where I want to get to her choice of accent. Okay. Because in the book, she does not have an accent for none of her, like for any of her characters. There's a scene where Leon is said to be from New York. She does this like, oh my she God. Like mimics the New York accent, but she doesn't keep it all the way through. It's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. And then also, Noel is supposed to be from the South. And there's no Southern accent at all. Oh, yeah. All. And Leon, when they first meet, even says like, oh, I hear a little bit of your accent or something. Yes, he's like, I hear a little south. bit of that Southern accent. And she was like, yeah, I can't believe you can tell my Southern accent. I'm like, are you new to Silicon Valley? Or have you visited before? I'm assuming you're not from around here. Why do you assume that? I asked curiously. He laughs. <laughs> well, you sort of have a Southern, or should I say a Texas drawl. He says, mocking my accent in a friendly way. Shifting my body in the chair and trying to maintain my composure from his ever-so-sexy imitation of my accent, I respond, batting my eyes as only Scarlett O'Hara would do, blurting out, So you're saying I'm a dead giveaway for a tourist, then? <sighs> yes, ma'am, I am. He dips his head and grins, almost salaciously, which is a total turn-on. I tell him that I'm indeed from Texas, and he tells me he's originally from New York. I can't resist chiding him about his New York accent and give him my best Tony Soprano imitation. Bada-bing! I exclaim. So embarrassing. He shakes his head and takes a sip of his drink. I'm, a little later, I Tony Soprano was from am embarrassed for her. Yes. And at least she tried to follow up with. Uh, and, oh, also, I want to say I'm embarrassed for Noel. Totally. Through the interviews that we've done with narrators, we know that sometimes they will go through a whole book reading a certain character in a, in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And then they find out halfway through the book that this character was supposed to have an accent. Yes. And so then they go back and re-record everything. Mm -hmm. Maybe there wasn't time for unwrapping Noel. Maybe Sarah wanted to, but there just wasn't time. I mean, it is self 
self-produced and self-published. So maybe there wasn't time. However, that's a huge part. Yeah. I, I mean, they talk about it for almost five minutes they talk they talk for a good while because i was embarrassed i was embarrassed i was like wait was she, was she still in those impressions i'm like stop bada bang bada bang <laughs> and she was like he was like no that's tony soprano he's, he's from like, new, he's from new jersey he was like nah <laughs> yeah he's like no stop what you're doing what you're doing right now i need you to stop <laughs> <laughs> and then but it was funny because at least she tried to do a New York accent for Leon. When Leon said, oh, you have that Southern draw, she didn't even try to do one for... She didn't even follow it up. She just said, well, I'm going to talk to my best Scarlett O'Hara and bat my eyes and say, hello, how are you doing? <laughs> you know, like... It was the most like neutral accent you could ever have. Yes. Like, I couldn't pick up an accent at all from her. Give me something, Sarah. Well, I guess it wasn't a character flaw. I guess that was like a narration flaw. Because the yes. characters had her voice to yes. us. So those are the only two negative things I heard through this audiobook. Yeah. That quick transition and then those weird little accent flaws. Yeah. And I'm not even sure if when she was doing the accent for Tony, was there ever a moment where Tony was described as having an accent? Yes. From it, Was it at the very beginning? It was at the very beginning. Okay. And, but he, he was just introduced as this Southern character. Oh, okay. So she knew from the jump that he... It had the accent. Yes. But overall, I really think that Sarah did a great job with the narration. It was just those two little things yeah. that kind of stuck out for me the most. And I was like, come on, really? Put me in the environment. Put me in the setting. Yeah. And mm. I will say that I really liked how Jennifer wrote the characters as well. Like there was so much self-deprecating mm-hmm. for Noelle that it took her a while to overcome her insecurities exactly. throughout the book. But Leon was such a gentleman. So He was so sweet, which made him 10 times hotter, probably. Yes. And he was described as a silver fox, Mm. except gross. That's my uncle. That's my uncle. He's old. He's old. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, lead with your family relations. Uh, Oh, God. I heard, actually, I saw Jimmy Fallon's. Oh yeah. When she said that. <laughs> I was like, who hired Jimmy Fallon to be the bartender? Yeah. <laughs> like I can I can see Jimmy Fallon saying, he's all in my uncle. <laughs> you do the best impression. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is like hands down the best. <sighs> but that's what I got. That's what I got. However, yeah. throughout the rest of the audiobook, I loved it. And I and I fell in love with the characters. In the end, I was like rooting for Leon and Noelle to be together. Yeah. Uh, it was a, it was a good, quick listen. Yeah. For this holiday season. It really was. It was a book that you could get done in an afternoon. Literally. Yeah. I was cutting my grass. I was Black Friday shopping. I was cutting my grass and I was doing my leaves, just listening to this, getting ready for the Christmas. I have the image because I know that you and Eddie were both doing the leaves. Mm-hmm. So I have the image of you listening to your book and like getting down with the steamy parts. Oh, and putting, yes. like, putting the leaves in a nice bag and everything. And Eddie yes. kind of like flailing around and getting leaves all in his face <laughs> and eyes. And like, <laughs> no, imagine this. This is how it went. I was riding my little lawnmower and my lawnmower shoots out the leaves. And so I know where this is going. And so I'm sitting there riding my lawnmower, and, and of course the lawnmower vibrates a little bit. So Ooh. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> you getting a little yes. like something from yes. that lawnmower. 
was I was like, Ooh, this is really nice, you know. So I'm like, riding. I'm gonna blow this man. Yeah, she's like, I'm gonna hold that hard shaft, and I was like, ooh. And then I was like riding around circle, and my I like I had the lawnmower that you had to ride around circles, right? And you put all the leaves in the middle of the yard, and Eddie was sitting there trying to rake, and he's getting leaves blown in his face. And he was like, stop, stop blowing. I'm right here. I'm like, hi, ah, yeah. And I'm paying attention. <laughs> I had my speakers in my ears. It was like sitcom level. Yes. I had my, my big headphones in. And I was like, mm, mm. And he was like, why are you smiling so much? I'm like, oh, I'm just listening to a good song. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't a good song. It's good. Sex. There you go. Another nice uh. word. <laughs> It was really good sexy parts. I have to say that for this being, it was pretty soft core. It was soft core. It wasn't like disgustingly no, raunchy. it wasn't like some of the stuff we do on Dirty Thursday. Yes, this was really green. And Jen Thoreau, I want to always call it Jen the Riot because that's what it looks like. Yeah. But Jen Thoreau is a New York Times bestselling author. Yeah. So her books are are popular. Yes. And her writing is great. I mean, I really, really connected with the way the relationship with Leon and uh, Noel started mm-hmm. and how it was going throughout the entire book. I just really, really enjoyed their interactions. Hated Dave with a passion. Ugh. But that was because of Jennifer's writing. Yes. She really committed to dave being this a-hole character Mm -hmm. yes and i agree and i also want to correct myself she's not a new york times best-selling author she's a usa today best-selling author i think that's better Mm, it's usa america it is the full thing not just new york yes oh but i really enjoyed this and it's a great read slash listen for christmas it is oh my gosh you will get in the christmas spirit more ways than one. Yes. It makes me more excited for our actual Christmas episode coming out in Christmas On week. Christmas. On Christmas? On Christmas. Christmas is a Monday this week? Christmas is a Monday this year. It makes me more excited to listen to that audiobook because I've already got the sexy time Christmas. Now we're going to get the actual story time Christmas. Yeah. It's mm. going to be really, 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 really good. Really good. <laughs> mm. All right. Any other things we want to talk about this book? I don't think so. There was only the minor hiccups with those two things that I also mm-hmm. picked up on. And um, screw Dave. Screw Dave. Dave sucks. Mm. He needs a class on screwing. He does. He can screw himself right off. Yes. I think that's what he's probably going to be mm-hmm. doing. Jingle, jingle all the way home. Well, if you want to stay up to date with us on all of the Christmas adventures that we are going on this month, Please follow along on Twitter at AudioshelfMe and like us on Facebook at AudioShelf. And if you would like to download this book and plus another naughty book for free, free, you can go into our website at AudioShelf.me and click on the Audible affiliate link and get a 30-day free trial. And you'll get two free books. Oh my God. And while you're waiting for those books to download, subscribe to us. On iTunes Podcast, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. What are you waiting for? Mm-hmm. And if you actually want to watch us one day, because we have some plans coming up for the new year. Yes, we do. We're going to make them videos. And we're going to be famous. Yes. You can watch those on YouTube. And you can get ready to watch some. There's a couple episodes on YouTube right now. Yes. So please head on over there and subscribe to us there. Yeah, get ready. good old YouTube. 
YouTube. Not the boob tube, the YouTube. All right, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck preparing for Christmas. Yes. Hope your wrappings are all done. Bye. Noel, Noel. Ho, ho, ho. What you just call me? This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. <laughs> that sounds like a cookie. Uh, discovering self-worth. <laughs> <laughs> said it again. God, I've done it again. I'll just call you Brittany uh, from now on. Yes. Uh, a plus narrator. <laughs> and oh he was God. like, I like you when the lights are off and on all the time. I'm Batman. I was thinking, I was like, that sounds a lot like Batman. I was like, okay, we're going on. Like, yes, so Rafaz, you live in a cave? I get, I'll keep adding gross in. I don't, yeah. yeah. Well, she, no. She, she said, no, she said gross. Oh, That's she what she gross. said. Okay. We come in, this still isn't a spoiler because it's like in the very beginning, which doesn't mean that it's not a spoiler, but to us, we're deeming it not a spoiler. It's, we're, it's not a freaking spoiler, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back rolls? Back rolls. <laughs> This is wonderful. Yes, it is. <laughs> Tony has that like, like a country accent. Yeah, he has that the country. He definitely has Tony has the country accent. And actually has brought us closer to get prop 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 prop. I put my face in my hands and look at him. He's so damn good looking. Mm. And for once, food is the last thing on my mind. Oh, for He's once, still my beating heart. <laughs> Looking over the different options, <laughs> I sip my wine food. and remark. So it makes me even more excited to listen to that episode. Or <laughs> sorry, I got a little too much right there. I need my wine. <laughs> and if you want to watch us we need to have you <laughs> <laughs> we need to have you <laughs> someone doesn't realize we're not done recording